It's the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 80. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. Our podcast this week is coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, where it's Big Ten Football Media Days as we record from here in Indy. I'll be joined by special guest host Daryl Thompson. He's with me on the trip here, and DT and I get to sit down and talk with fifth-year senior safety Tyler Newbin. The St. Charles, Illinois native chose to forego a chance at the NFL last Last spring and he decided to return to Minnesota for another season. He discusses all kinds of interesting and compelling stuff with us for episode number 80. Our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone, and True North M&A serves companies with revenue up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. We're also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union here on the Go Gopher podcast. Affinity Plus is your local credit union throughout the entire state of Minnesota. Find out more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, one of the very best Golden Gopher supporters. Our podcast is also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at ChamplinInsurance.com. Tony is a big-time Gopher football fan. We're podcasting Episode 80 from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. We invite you to subscribe to the Go Gopher podcast. In fact, it's free to do so, and you can go back and listen to past podcasts. Last week, for example, we spoke with college football writer Scott Docterman from The Athletic and previewed the Big Ten West chase. It's still timely. It's worth a listen, so go back and have at it. This week, it's episode 80, and Daryl Thompson and I are talking Big Ten football with Golden Gopher safety Tyler Newbin when we come back. I'm Clay Geary, walk-on, turn scholarship, wide receiver for Gopher football. And I'm Ben Utech, U of M alumni, Super Bowl champion, and Tony Dungy Uncommon Award winner. We understand championship culture, which is why we're part of the True North family of companies. True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com. Hi, Gopher fans. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on lights. We switch TV channels. We switch on the TV. And with the new transfer portal, some college students even switch colleges, which can seem crazy to us diehard fans. But what's not crazy is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, my agency can switch you over so we can start saving today. My team is ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood and show you it is, in fact, easy to switch and save. When you want the real deal, check us out at champlininsurance.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's episode number 80, the Go Gopher podcast. We are at Lucas Oil Stadium for this week's episode of the show. I'm Mike Grimm, along with Daryl Thompson, who joins us. Good to see you again, DT. Thank you. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. It's been a fun couple of days here in Indianapolis. You and I got to take in a uh, the minor league baseball game on Tuesday night. We saw the Indianapolis Indians beat the Louisville Bats. That was fun. Dollar hot dogs. You were not partaking no, in the hot dogs. No, you can't eat hot dogs. He was They're out banned. on the They're hot dogs. They're banned in my house. I had a dollar hot dog. everywhere. 
sure. It was, uh, but we had a good time. And then uh, last night was the St. Elmo night, as always, yes. and the shrimp cocktail and the great steak. And um, so it's been fun here. And one of the players who's back for year two, uh, well, year five as a player, year two here in Indianapolis is Tyler Newman. Yeah, well, I wish it was year two. Yeah, year two, yeah. you'd have another couple, yeah. right? Um, but year two, you were here at this event last year, yep. and um, and here you are again. Um, and I, 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 you know, we joke about this uh, shrimp cocktail, whatever they call it at St. Elmo. Uh, did you have it last year? Or was last night your uh, maiden voyage? That was my first try. First and think? last time. That's it. Yeah, you're, that's you're, it. You, you yeah, didn't like yeah. it. What's this, just too hot for you? Uh, I'm not a spicy guy. I can't do that. And it, it punched me in the face. I don't want to do that again. I, <laughs> I can't. Can. You just got to learn. It just kind of it just grows on you. <laughs> yeah, after the, after the first time, you just got you got to try it again. We'll bring you back in there again, and we'll we'll sit down with you with yeah. a little bit of water, but prep. <laughs> we can get you right. I'll say it wasn't that bad. It didn't last too long. Yeah. It didn't last too long. That, that but it does bad. clear your brain, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was, I was breathing a little better yeah. after that. Yeah. It, it, there's just that <laughs> weird better. kind of feel, breathing better. Yeah. I mean, if you had a real bad stuffy nose, I think that'd be the cure right there. Yeah. That would that would clear it up. Um, well, let's talk some uh, football. And even before we get into football, I know you tweeted. We were recording this on Thursday. You tweeted yesterday about the uh, that online article about the toxic nature, alleged toxic nature of the program. It's been a couple of different things on that and uh, you were pretty adamant about that uh, that is not the case so I'll give you a a platform here on the podcast to explain uh, what this program's about and why why do you think this stuff keeps coming up why do why does you know why is it what's going on here yeah I mean uh, obviously you know everything in that article is a joke Um, you know my my experience um, in my five years being there has been nothing but positive. Uh, obviously, like I said, I, I wouldn't come back for my fifth year if it wasn't. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a life program, and, you know, some, some guys, you know, aren't looking for that, and um, some guys are, some guys aren't. You know, th- we're not just a football program. You know, we're a life program, and uh, we're going to hold you accountable for everything that you do, you know, not, not just on the football field, in the classroom, um, what you're doing outside of, outside of the classroom, even what you're doing at home. Um, just everything that you're doing, and um, sometimes that's that's difficult for some people. And uh, I feel like you know, I, I feel like that's just the result of that. Tell me this, you know, you had an opportunity. I was thinking about the, um, the NFL and things mm-hmm. like that. And I think everyone's you know childhood dream is to play professional football. Right. You elected to come back and uh, you know continue playing college football. Mm-hmm. What what went into that process for you? Yeah, it, just the program and the culture and. I, I've had way too many great memories and had way too many great teammates at this university to uh, turn down the opportunity to come back one more year and use my COVID year and uh, play with my brothers and, you know, get one more shot at, you know, championship run this year. Um, but, you know, honestly, other than that, I feel like I, I just had room to grow as a player. Uh, and I, I know that Coach Rossi, Coach Coach Collins, Coach Monroe, they can, they can elevate me and get me to, to where I really want to be at. Yeah, I think so. I'm looking forward to um, your play this year, and I think you know you've you've seen a lot. You've been in secondary for a long mm-hmm. time. You're going to be a leader back there. Are you excited about some of the other young guys that are that are with you, and then some of the older guys that are with you as well? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm super excited about the young guys, young guys, guys that we brought in the transfer portal, guys like you know Jack Henderson, uh, guys guys like Craig McDonald, but uh, also young guys like you know Darius Green, Coleman Bryson, you know Aiden Goosby. We got a lot of you know great DBs back there that you know are ready to play. They're hungry, you know. They play hard and they're smart too. Jordan Howden was kind of your running mate back there yeah. for your whole time here. Yeah. What's uh, what is it going to be like? Uh, one probably watching him on TV on yeah. Sundays here and not having him next to you on a Saturday. Yeah, it, it's going to be it's going to be tough. That that was my road dog for sure. You know, we we definitely had that. You know that that different level of communication. You know that 
I didn't even have to say anything. It was just a little hand signal. Jay, I knew what I was talking about. But, you know, D, D Green, Darius, he's, he's been phenomenal, man, just, you know, stepping into that role, you know, really, you know, becoming a leader. And, you know, we're, we're growing that bond as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to play with him. And then how's the rest of that secondary? We, we talked this week in Indianapolis with P.J. Fleck. Obviously, yeah, Justin Wally, he's the he's the rock on one side. And yep. then that other spot's kind of open. I know you're getting to know the, the mm -hmm. two of the transfers, and then there's some guys that have been in the program a year or two yep. or knocking on that door as well. What yep. do you, how do you foresee that other side uh, kind of unfolding? Yeah, there, there's a lot of great guys that, that can play the position. I think, you know, it's, it's going to be a collection of, of all those guys doing it. But, you know, guys that we brought in like Tyler Bride, Trayvon Jones, uh, even young guys like Tariq Watson, you know, we, we got a lot of guys that can step into that role and, and really play the corner position. And, you know, like I said, they're, they're all smart, they're all hungry, and, you know, they all want to play. Then you got that uh, the nickel spot. Jack Henderson has come in. Yep. Um, I've been I was impressed in spring ball. He has a little thud to him. Daryl kind of calls it a thumper. Yeah, uh, he can thump. It looks like even in spring uh, ball you can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. He's that's that's all he does. That's all he wants to do really. That's good. Uh, yeah. So that, yeah, that's that's a great addition to the team. That's that's the type of guy you want to have on your team, not not the other side. <laughs> hey, so I was also just kind of thinking about you've been here for a long time, but Coach mm -hmm. Rossi. Do you feel like? with your seniority that you're going to get a little bit more freedom maybe to do some things on your own maybe be aggressive <laughs> back up inside the box a little bit more yeah hey, hey we'll, we'll see what they what they got in store for me man but you know coach rossi you know he, he's always you know drawing things up scheming things up throughout throughout the season so you know i, I have no doubt that, that he'll he'll have something for me he'll definitely have something for me for sure absolutely mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, i use you as an example sometimes when people say you know what do you like about your job and um and one being around campus, Daryl, I think you feel this way too. It's fun being around young kids, younger kids, young adults now who want to achieve. But then you look at at, at uh, Tyler's story, and he comes in, uh, plays as a true freshman. It was was a you know well uh, documented, high level recruit. Uh, mostly special teams. He had this guy named Antoine Winfield that he was yeah. trying to beat out at the time. Hey, who's and, that guy? Yeah, who's yeah. that guy? And then as a sophomore, got to start um, was was good. Um, made a couple mistakes as young guys would, and then man, the the confidence from your sophomore year to the junior year, just even we've talked about it, just the way you even just walk from the huddle or walk out of the tunnel or go to the sidelines, and now here you are in year five. That progression to me, that that's one of the. I mean, I have nothing to do with it, but just to watch it unfold is is one of the cool things and for my job no, to see no, that. Absolutely. You know? It's fun and just the, the confidence. You know, you can see it in a player. They feel like they know where they're going. They know what they're doing. Even just. Just coming on the field, like in the beginning, I feel like you're intimidated, you know, like by everything. Everyone, these big older guys, and I don't know what to do. I don't know the signs. I don't know the coverages. But uh, through time, that comes and uh, really mm -hmm. feel like it has for you. Right, yeah, I, I really appreciate that, man. You know, it's really just, you know, a uh, uh, culmination of, you know, my coaches trusting in me and, you know, being there for me, my teammates being there for me, you know, through the times when, you know, I was struggling and uh, just, just really always having my back and, you know, knowing that, you know, I'm going to change my best and, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to stop uh, getting better. So, you know, that, that work ethic that was, that was instilled in me, you know, really early at the university really, really helped me blossom into to who I am today. How does that help now, too? Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there could be someone in your position, I'm not saying this would be you, that would be, man, I, you know, I've been all Big Ten now. I've got a fifth year. Uh, this summer I can kind of cruise through this, and I know everything, which, mm -hmm. I mean, you know a lot, right? Mm -hmm. um, but from this culture you talk about, the hold to the standard. I mean, I, I know last week you even commented that some of the young guys will hold you to the standard yep. too, right? Yep. And so how much does that help? 
keep you on your toes, so to speak, so that you're not just like, hey, I've been around. I don't have to maybe I don't have to do that extra weightlifting session or, uh, you know, the plus three or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it helps a ton, man, because in our program and our our, our culture, it really doesn't allow you to get comfortable. You know, no matter what stage position that you're in, you know, we're we're always looking to to change our best and and strive for for even more than than we already already can achieve. So uh, it's just really easy, honestly, especially being in a program for five years it's just just like second nature now you know it's, it's we're not sitting back you know gloating on the things that we've done and you know sitting back on the things that, that we've accomplished we, we're always looking to, to accomplish more looking what's next what, what are some specific things this summer that maybe you worked on and then how mm-hmm. now do you want maybe your game to even evolve to another level which is already at a pretty elite spot yeah, yeah. One of the, one of the main things I'm working on is just getting a full understanding of our defense, not just my position, not just the guy next to me, but you know, guys like the the linebackers, the D line, you know, just knowing what they're doing and, and really understanding the the schemes of the defense and why Coach Rossi is making the calls he's making and what situations he's actually making the calls in really helps me understand how I can play my game differently and you know help help what Coach Rossi's trying to accomplish in, in the call that he's making. That's one of the final evolutions of a football player. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to play and you want to play professionally, I mean, right. you the more you know, you being an you know, academic All-American, all those things, all those pieces help. But the, the final evolution of a player is understanding film and film study, recognizing what the offense is trying to do to you, 100%. how you can be, you know, the leverage, the help to know, you know, and also starting to know the personalities of the offensive people, mm-hmm. you know, because people do. Whatever they do really good, right. they're going to keep on doing that. That's true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned last week something um, in the media scrum that you had with us as, uh, on that media day, and you said that one of your goals through film study maybe this year, and you started to catch it last year, was mm-hmm. you want to know you want to know the offense better than that receiver knows the offense yep. through film study. How, how do you accomplish that? Yeah, uh, film study, honestly, that that's it. Just, just really – breaking down the details in, in the situations because like Coach Flex says all the time the, the game is full of situations so you, know, you can't just look at uh, a play as just, just a play you know, offensive coordinator is not just calling the play to call the play, he's calling the play to try to accomplish something so you know, just watching film in a different light and perspective like an offensive perspective in that, in that sense and um, getting to understand why certain calls are being called uh, why things are being ran, why why this situation, what does this situation uh, call for, what type of plays they're running on third down, what type of plays they're running on, you know, P and 10, you know, first and five, things like that. Um, I think that a lot of guys don't don't take that into account, you know, especially on the offensive side. They're like, oh, I just got to play. I got a slant right here. So I feel like if I understand your offense better than you know your offense, I'm probably going to win. I'm probably going to have a better game than you. So uh, that's, that's really my goal. As you do that then, like say in an average week, how much mm-hmm. film are you watching? And then how much do you, do you ask, uh, are there film guys in the uh, within the staff that mm-hmm. can help put cut-ups together? How, how do you know what to watch for and how many hours does it does it go? Yeah, um, we have a lot of guys, honestly, in our in our little necktie tank that can, you know, help us, you know, compile film together. But one of the guys I, I, I usually rely on is Andrew Bindleglass. He's a wizard with that stuff, just bringing up cut-ups and things like, you know, third down cut-up, like goal line cut just any, any type of cut-up that you want, like situation that pops into your head, he could probably find 60 plays of that exact situation. From whatever team yeah, you might be playing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that type of thing is, is, is really invaluable that, you know, we, we have that resource in him that, you know, something that I think of on, on a Thursday that, oh, okay, I, I want to look at, you know, all the third and shorts, all the, all the 
first and tens, like I said, P and tens, he'll bring you a cut up with like 60 plays throughout the season, last season, three years ago, like stuff like that. It's, it's crazy. When you bring in those young guys along, I mean, I think you saw a lot of it with Antoine and with others. I mean, it, it makes a big difference if you're able to bring. So you knowing it is one thing, but you being able to communicate with your your, your teammates, you know, the, the linebacker's friendly, especially the other safety, the corner, right. uh, That's uh, that makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. Just just having everybody on the same page, it, it just makes playing defense a lot easier. We had Mariano here last year, and he talked about he had been watching film since he was watching film of his 12-year-old games. You know, so he was yeah. kind of, you know, always watching film. Like yeah. When he was 12, <laughs> his parents would film the game and he'd watch. So that guy has, a, you know, a natural gift. Yeah. Um, when did you start really under, like, did you do a lot of film study during your high school career? And then when, does yeah. it, when did it really start clicking that this is a, a key piece to being the complete player? Yeah, I, honestly, it, I think it really started in, in high school. You know, my, my high school coach, Coach Pomazak, uh, over at St. Charles North, he was, he was a real, you know, Real, real detailed guy. You know, he ran that program like a college program, honestly. Uh, I think it really got me ready to, you know, be prepared for what I need to do in college. But I feel like I didn't really understand um, watching film and, like, how to actually, like, really watch film until I got to college and, you know, seeing how those guys do it, how, how Winfield did it, how Jay Howe did it. Uh, just learning from those guys and their, like, personal experience and how they use that to elevate their game. I think that, that really helped me, like, really understand where it would watching film comes from you talk a bit a little bit about your process of coming how did you pick the university of minnesota uh honestly i I feel like i i I really i really fell in love with it right when i stepped on campus i just i it felt different it just felt like like a like a family atmosphere like someplace i could you know really see myself for four years and you know i really liked the culture and you know my parents especially too just liked how the program wasn't all about football you know, I, there was a lot of places that I've been, a lot of places that I visited. That's all they talked about. They didn't talk about academics. They didn't talk about things outside of football, things that we do community service-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, just believing in stuff bigger than you. I feel like that wasn't really going on a lot uh, right. back when I was being recruited. Um, and, you know, that's that's all they were talking about here at, at Minnesota. So I just really fell in love with it. How many visits did you make? Uh, i say like like three or four before I committed and then how about other visits to other places? Yeah. Did you have a lot of... Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I, I had a lot of visits, like, unofficial. I didn't do a lot of, lot of officials. I, I only took one official to Minnesota. And then that was... Uh, then you yeah. knew? Yeah, you I knew. knew it, yeah. Um, you um, mentioned Antoine. He's now in the NFL. Do you do you watch NFL games, and do you watch safeties? Do you study that film, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love I love watching NFL safeties, honestly, NFL DBs. Uh, I like watching Quandre Diggs. Uh, I like watching Mika Fitzpatrick. Just, just looking at, like... Simple things that I can pick up from my game, things that they're doing, how they're playing, certain coverages. It's, it's really it's interesting to see. Yeah, I think that's one of the main things. You know, you're already starting to talk about and learn. You know, the more the more you know and studying some of the great players from the past mm-hmm. can can certainly um, you know help you uh, as you go forward with your game. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, are you a Bears guy? Being from Chicago, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, it's tough. It, you never know, <laughs> yeah. though. I mean, the, the North might be wide open now with uh, Aaron Rodgers leaving. And um, when the Bears come to town, do you get a chance to go watch him, or are you too busy on the Sundays for in the football season? Oh, yeah, no, nah, nah, too busy. Yeah, too way busy. too busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, your brother's on campus. We've talked about this. We spent a, a, a pretty good chunk of when you were on the podcast last fall about this and how that um, may, maybe got you in a comfort zone and helped build your leadership. How important mm. is it that uh, uh, that he came along and, and you guys are now sharing this this great 
time together at, at uh, this young, robust age. Yeah, it, it's it's huge, man. Just you know, having the opportunity to play with my brother, it's you know something that not a lot of guys can can say they did, and you know, it's it's just awesome. You know, having my parents come up here, you know, almost every weekend during the season, just having us all together, it just you know, reminds me of high school. Uh, you know, it's, it's just awesome, man. I love it. Well, you know what's interesting? I think that your brother's going to get a lot more opportunity. You know, he did so a, he did a great job in the spring game. I said mm -hmm. he's he's dynamic. He's a different kind of runner. I think the running back rooms just kind of change anyway. I mean, Mohammed's gone. He's moved on to NFL. But uh, right. I'm excited about um, your brother. I think he's going to get some real opportunity this yes, year. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm excited. Man. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to do a quick uh, sponsor mention here, and then I want to ask Tyler about the Gopher offense because you see it in these drills and in practice and uh, and, and get, get a perspective there as well. But first we want to thank Affinity Plus. They're your local credit union, proudly serving Minnesota since 1930 and a proud sponsor of our Go Gopher podcast here. If you're a current Gopher student or a proud Gopher alum, you are eligible to join this financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and always put you first. Meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including one right near campus on University in Minneapolis. To learn more or find other ways to connect, here's the webpage, affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. We thank them for their support of the Go Gopher podcast, and uh, they do things a different way uh, than most banks. So uh, get in touch with them, and we thank them for their support. Tyler Newbin with us. I'm Mike Grimm, Daryl Thompson with episode 80 now of the Go Gopher podcast. So let's talk some Gopher offense. Daryl mentioned that running back room. No more Ibrahim. Think about um, P.J. Fleck is entering year seven. Mm -hmm. This is the first fall camp he'll open without Muhammad Ibrahim yeah. and without Tanner Morgan. That's that, that's uh, crazy to think about. But So Mo is gone. He beat Mr. Thompson's record, uh, all-time <laughs> leading rusher. Now I've introduced him for 11, 12 years as the open of the broadcast as the all-time leading rusher, and I got to you're still number one in our heart, DT, oh, but i yeah, got to say tell. you're number two now on that <laughs> list, you know. Um, uh, the, but records are made to be broken. That's true. You held it for 30, 30 right, 30 years, I think. Something like so that. 31, crazy. something like that. That's so crazy. what uh, you, you see it. You're on the other side of it. It's going to be a new-look room. What do you think of that group of uh, running backs? Yeah, it's, it's going to be, like you said, dynamic, man. Uh, I feel like a lot of them, you know, they all have different skill sets that, you know, they, they specialize in. So, you know, it's going to be awesome seeing, seeing all those guys get the opportunity to hit the field. What do you think about um, the receiving core? I mean, I know you get an opportunity to go and get some a lot in practice, yep. you know, and things like that. But what do you think about those uh, receiving core? I mean, especially with, I mean, Chris Ottman will be, hopefully he'll be back. He will be back this yep. year. But uh, some of the new guys you've seen out there. Yeah, it's, it's the deepest room that I've ever seen here, honestly. Just across the board, just the talent that we have, you know, guys that we brought in, like Elijah Spencer, Corey Crooms. But, you know, like you said, uh, Chris, we got Chris back. We got uh, Daniel Jackson. We got Lamecki Brockington. We just, you know, we got a lot of athletes that can go out there and, and really run and, and really catch the ball. So, you know, it, is, it, it was a tough spring for us, for us DBs, not going to lie. But, you know, it, it was fun. They were going to make each other better, for sure. I, it was. It was interesting watching yeah. the spring game. I know you wanted to be out there and be part of it and I felt yeah. like you know Crooms those guys were like they were they were really taking advantage of the the guys that were out there yeah. so I think it was yeah. only four cornerbacks on the whole roster yeah. right so that 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 uh was probably hard for those guys and you yeah. only played one defensive play yeah, in the yeah. spring game yeah, and then you got it. the touchdown as a receiver right yeah um <laughs> but you 
got to you got to see those guys in in that practice, um, uh, you know, in spring during those during the drills, um, and then you factor in the quarter the, the quarterback as well. Right. What what uh, that depth? How do you how do you think that you know? There's five six guys. I mean, Chris Hoskins. We haven't talked about him. He can run, right? Yeah, we know exactly. that. I mean, he's a guy that could find his way into certain packages, I suppose, offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you how do you think that that uh, that offense will evolve when when you're on the sideline watching? Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, I, I think it's gonna be gonna be crazy. It's gonna be fun to watch because you know we got two guys that are super creative uh, at at the helm. You know, Coach Simon and uh, Coach Harbaugh. So I think they're gonna they're gonna find really creative ways to you know use all the weapons that we have and you know exploit the defense in that way. Well, you also have a new quarterback. Yeah, too. I mean, exactly. with Dayton, I mean, he's you know probably a little bit more of a runner yeah. than uh, than Tanner Morgan, and you know, <laughs> wink, wink, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, a strong arm too. So it looks yeah. like there, it just feels like there's going to be more opportunity, and mm. I think it'll be good for you guys in practice. You will get pushed. I mean, having yeah. having that level of competition in practice um, pushes you to you know to be better and to, yeah. to work on your craft and your game all the time. Yeah, yeah, I, honestly, it, it, that's true. I really think we have one of the best receiving cores top to bottom in the Big Ten. So, you know, being able to go against that every day, it's just, you know, preparing us for the season, you know, the guys that we're going to face during the season. So you talk about the season. A lot of people talk about the schedule. All of a sudden, Michigan and Ohio State's part of that. You're on the road at North Carolina, on the road at Iowa. You know, um, Wisconsin comes to Minneapolis. And, you know, there's others. You can't overlook anybody, really, in this league. Um, How do you look at the schedule? Um, It it probably is an uptick from a year ago, but how do you look at that as a challenge? Yeah, we we see it as opportunity. You know, that's what we've been saying all all year is opportunistic schedule because, you know, we got the opportunity to to really show what we can do here at the University of Minnesota. So then, so we've been working on the, the past year, and you know how hungry we are this year. So, uh, it's 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 just opportunity, man. You know, more eyes on us. You know, more talent, more you know, better games. You know, we're we're ready for it. We love it. Hey, so here, how many how many games will your parents make it to? Your mom's got like a special Twitter handle. Yeah, we got what's uh how many how many games will your parents make it to? Probably all twelve. Okay. Not gonna lie. Not that's awesome. Lie. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's awesome, bro. I love it. You know, especially, you know, my brother being up here, too. They're, they're empty nesters now, so, you know, they I guess they ain't got nothing better to do. <laughs> well, there's a benefit to being football. I mean, having a basketball yeah. playing sun is a little more challenging because they have games during the week, but there is a benefit that it's Saturday. So right. they can gear up. They can leave, you know, Thursday, Friday sometimes right. to get to wherever it is. And being in Illinois, they're kind of in the in the middle. Yeah, you know, no. So they can, they can get around. They can get to road games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The um, and I always get a kick because um, I always li- I see him not every road trip, but you'll see him in the lobby of the hotel, and yes. when you and Jordan will walk in, and mm-hmm. the, just the smiles that you get to you know that you get to share there, that's yeah. got to be awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. We we got a real close knit family, bro. So you know, like I like I said, it's it's unbelievable being able to see them every single weekend. You know, being here with my brother, it's awesome, man. August 31st is that first home game, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, in one sense, it's, a, you know, man, it'd be great to fast forward to that and just get that next week. But there's work to be done. There's a fall camp. And right. we don't want summer to go away quite yet anyway, at least no. for the for the non-playing guys. Yeah. I'm sure that fall camp in the middle of August gets a little, you know, I know last year it was break the boring. I don't mm-hmm. know what the, uh, what the, what the uh, moniker will be for <laughs> it this year. But um, how much do you look? To, to you know look forward to that first game are you putting much in now or is it we got to concentrate on the little details of fall camp at this point yeah uh, we we always were obviously you know always 
looking forward ahead to, to where we're going. But, you know, our, our main focus is always in the now because, you know, we, we still have a ton of work that needs to be done, you know, bringing up the young guys, you know, getting the, you know, transfers in, you know, really understanding the defense at, you know, the level that everybody else is at. Um, so, you know, there, there's still a ton of work that, that needs to be done. And, you know, we're going to take it day by day and, you know, squeeze squeeze all the juice out the orange every single day. There was just something to the you know, the summertime, the workout, the exercise, all that piece. And to me, even though I'm, you know, 55 years old, I still smell football season. Mm -hmm. Like smells like it smells like football. We yeah. see football. I'm like, this is like yeah. football time. I know no <laughs> air is whistling through my ear hole or anything anymore. Right, I, like, yeah. I, can't, I can't do any of that type of stuff <laughs> anymore. Like I said, I can't jump over the anything. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just it is that special time of year, and I do. I mean, I think mm -hmm. you're approaching it correctly. I mean, it is. Every day, you know, I'm going to stretch, I want to run, I drink water, I'm going to get a little bit better every single day. Right. And uh, I'm really looking forward. Is there anything that you are excited about um, you know, this season that, uh, as you're going into it, your senior year? Yeah, honestly, everything, man. I, I haven't been more excited for a season athletically than, than this season ever and in my whole entire life, I feel like. And, you know, just knowing that this is my last season, you know, last season with my brother, uh, you know, last season, you know, playing college football, I'm just, you know, really trying to take it, take it day by day, and you know, really just enjoy everything, and you know, not not look too far ahead, not look too far in the past, just you know, stand stand where my feet are, and really enjoying the time. So you know, doesn't doesn't go by too fast. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you don't want to wish time away. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, you know, your brothers here, and now your friends. You know, that your teammates have now become almost a second family. I'm yeah. sure. I think even Brev last year commented specifically citing you and Chris and some others that part of his decision to come back was because he he didn't want he didn't want to leave you guys behind. Right. Yeah. Um, how, how how and Daryl knows this. I mean, he you still stay in touch. I see you texting former teammates almost any time I'm with you. Yeah. Still to this day, right? No, that's it's it's forever. Um, you know, and I'm I'm wondering what uh, what that those bonds are like, and who are some of the guys that like you really like. You know, there's it's not clicky. I don't want to say that, but there's you know you you got a a group probably yeah. of of dudes that you hang out with. Yeah, like honestly, like guys that that have left, like Jay Howe, Tea Time, those, those are still guys that you know I, I talk to regularly. Like those those are my dogs, man. They they always will be, honestly. But you know, I, I just feel like we we just got a really great team this year. I feel like everybody like hangs out with everybody like for the first time. Everybody like like everybody just gels and clicks with everybody on the team. You know, like they had the Beyonce concert at, at the at the bank. Like I'm pretty sure like. 95% of the team was there, just all together. So, you know, it, it's awesome. We have a really, really close-knit team, family-type family team, and, you know, I'm really excited this year. Yeah, I had that on my list to ask you about Beyonce. Yeah. We talked to PJ earlier about it, and he said that a couple of the guys are like, man, I've never sat in the stands in this stadium. That's yeah. kind of cool. Was that a unique experience That was my first it? time, too. Yeah, it was cool. It's not bad not bad seat up there. I, I thought, it was, <laughs> thought it was a little, little farther away up there. It's not bad. <laughs> Give us your review of the Beyonce show. How was it? Uh, it was great. It was great. Yeah, we had, we had to leave a little early because we had workouts in the morning so i left like 25 minutes into the set i had to go to sleep you get some yeah, rest yeah i had to go to sleep i get up early so yeah i had, I had to go home he's getting old he's got yeah, he's got the senior citizen know, hours man. now hey, right? he knows that <laughs> that rem sleep is important you want hey, that bro. body to be right I mean, yeah. that's just uh, this guy he, he's training he's ready for the next level yeah, i, I, I was no i'm wondering about that because you are one of those guys um even in practice like you want to hit you want to go all out all the mm -hmm. time i mean the stories are legendary of <laughs> coaches trying to keep you out and you trying yeah. to get in i mean yeah. you had the head coach's wife texting him to get into a scrimmage at one point which is one of my all-time favorite mm -hmm. stories heather was telling me that you're standing next to her to i don't know if it was a spring scrimmage or what it wasn't the spring game itself yeah. but she's like texting pj 
you really need to get Tyler in right now. I told I told her to text him. I told her because because he, he wouldn't listen to me. I asked him like we had scrummage at the ass him if I was playing. He said nah. So I was like, alright, I'm I'm gonna ask the boss now. <laughs> yeah, and and it worked, right? You got it in did. a player too. Yeah, I got like two plays. That's yeah, it. yeah, that, that was, was right, great. Though. But but Mike, uh, it, what Daryl talked about, you learn. Okay, you need to sleep. Uh, you eat right. You gotta maybe in practice you're learning. I'm not gonna try to take the head off of a receiver. I'm gonna be in the right spot. Yeah. You know whatever. How how has that evolved for you over the course of your career? Yeah, honestly, I feel like I've always had the same approach and mentality when it comes come to practice. I think it's just gotten better as as I've gotten older. But you know, I'm not the type of guy that can just turn the switch on, flip it on. You know, when the game comes, when the lights turn on, you know, I I, I don't believe in that. I don't think anybody can. Um, that's just something that I've always believed in. So you know, me and myself, you know, my confidence comes from how I work and you know what I do every single day. So um, without like doing that, putting my body on the line every practice, you know, playing hard and, you know, giving everything that I possibly can in practice every day, I don't have the confidence that I can do that in the game because it, it doesn't switch on like that. There is, there is one speed in sports. I try to teach it. I did teach it to my kids. I said mm-hmm. there's one speed, full speed. Yeah. I said and then you, you can always, like, kind of back someone or sit them out or they can learn to work a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the one speed, the full speed is a – that's the right speed. You, know, you got you got the right mindset. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. You, you're gonna get hurt out there if you're not. That's yeah. true. I mean, there, there is. We've seen that, right? Where yeah. guys are, you know, half stepping, as Daryl likes to say, don't <laughs> yeah, half step right. it. Don't half um, step but it. you half step it, you you're probably at more risk for injury. That's yeah. a good one. I'm gonna you know? use that one later. If you yeah. know, I'm gonna use that. That's all right. You don't, can yeah. don't, don't half step. I'm just man. walking that's to dinner, Thompson and Daryl's like, you're half stepping to dinner. I wasn't half stepping to dinner. That's one thing. We we especially with the media lunch. When there's food, we're we're not half stepping. Yeah. to get to eat, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure, that's for sure. So tell me this, um, for you, and I asked the other guys earlier, what's been your favorite part or your experience in Minnesota over the, year, over the course of your time? Man, I, I'd probably say some of the stuff we do during fall camp. We, we fall camp different different at Minnesota. We went to uh, Kevin Hart last year after a practice. That was, that was one of my favorite ones. I love I loved Kevin Hart. That, yeah. That's one of my favorite. Yeah, he's Comedians hilarious. Ever. He's, he's funny. So that was that was one of those. But honestly, like honestly, any of the experiences that we've had during fall camp, we, we do a lot. Honestly, it's, it's, it's just great, you know, team bonding, you know, getting close with the guys. So. But we talked about last year, I think it was break the boring in the in the but that was in the fall camp, I want to mm-hmm. say, right? Even into the winter, into the fall camp. But um, this coaching staff does do I mean, they put in more work, I think, than most in terms of trying to come up with unique ways. And sometimes uh, outside people might look and say, well, they're gimmicky or whatever you mm-hmm. want to say. But um, do you like that, that every week there's something fresh, there's a theme during the season, yeah. uh, there's a theme, you know, um, during fall camp that mm-hmm. um, that there's that, that it – does it keep it fresh? Does that yeah. help? Yeah, it, it definitely keeps keeps things exciting, man, instead of, you know, somebody just coming up, all right, here's what we're doing, practice, we're doing this day. You know, it, it brings a sense of, sense of energy and, you know, it, it bring, brings, honestly, more to the table than, you know, just sitting up there and, you know, Telling what to do, you know who we're playing this week. It's 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 awesome, honestly. I I really love it. I think the guys really enjoy it. Guys from the outside might think it's stupid, corny. We don't care. Like it's fun to us. So I, I'm not really worried about it. No, there's something to the the bonding of you know off field activities. Mm-hmm. You know if it's you know if it's a Beyonce concert, if it's going to a hospital to visit children, whatever yeah. it might be. There's 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 a benefit to doing other things outside. We we love football. I mean I love mm-hmm. it to the bone. I know you do. We all do. We wouldn't be here. But mm-hmm. uh, there's there's a big benefit to. Doing, doing some fun, engaging things that aren't um, 
aren't football related. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, for sure. All right, so you got this twenty-seven yeah. chain on. Tell us about that. That's that's a shiny, shiny thing. You yeah, got there. yeah. It's uh, it's it's a no. I'm to my uncle uh, Steve King. He played at uh, uh, University of Michigan. You know, um, he passed away uh, a couple years ago. So uh, he's really the reason why I wear twenty-seven. He, he wore twenty-seven. My dad wore twenty-seven. Uh, my other uncle wore twenty-seven in, in college. So you know, twenty-seven is just just a really big number. And you know, I, I wanted to keep it ever since he he passed away. Honestly, it's been really more important to me. Obviously, since then, I got it tatted on me too. So. Um, I'm always going always to rock this. You represent 27 awesome, Yes, man. sir. I yeah, appreciate it, man. No I hope I am. Well, DT, good to see you. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast. Thanks, thanks for having me. We'll let Tyler get on with the rest of his day here at uh, Big Ten Football Media Day. I'm sure they got you recording promos and doing interviews yeah. and podium time. And <laughs> you've been through the drill before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm excited, though. Always fun to have you on, man. Thank yes, you. Sir. Appreciate you. Can't man. wait for August 31st. Man, me either. All me right. either, man. <laughs> there he is. Tyler Newbin, Golden Gopher Safety. It's episode number 80. I hope you enjoyed our visit with Tyler Newbin here at Big Ten Football Media Days in Indianapolis. My thanks to both Daryl and Tyler for spending time with us on the Go Gopher podcast episode number 80 in Indianapolis, Indiana. We're presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com. We're also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a locally member-owned full-service financial invested in you. You can can learn more at affinityplus.org slash go gophers. That's affinityplus.org slash go gophers. And we're sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcast and please be sure to subscribe to the Go Gopher podcast right now. It's free to subscribe and free to listen. And please be sure to share the link to the podcast with others so they can subscribe and listen as well. From Indianapolis, Indiana, this has been the Go Gopher podcast. We'll talk again next week.